Welcome to another episode of the BS Banter. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> we love that you spend your time doing this, and we love when you send us text messages and tell us how you feel about it. It brightens our day. It gives us fuel to keep on going. We love it. Thank you so much. Brittany, yeah. what's going on with you today? Oh, you know. So I remember I, I told you a time or two ago that on Thursdays, I try to have my sister and my mom and Daphne over for bar food. So we did that tonight because somehow I was in my freezer the other day. This was, oh, this week I made banana bread because I had about 12 bananas in my freezer that every time I opened the door, they fell out of the door and the frozen bananas fell on my feet. So I said, enough with this. I'm, I'm making banana bread. It's time to make banana bread. It's time to make, it's time to make the banana bread. So, but what I also found when I was cleaning out my freezer and all this was happening because I was putting away Thanksgiving leftovers, right? Was okay. because, uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I found that I had three bags of fries all open in my freezer. So oh. I said to myself, we need to get rid of some of these fries. We need to have a bar food night. So that's what we did. I made fries of course and i made me and my mom uh cheddar bacon burger wraps right Yum. and i made daphne a classic cheese quesadilla because she doesn't eat beef which is fine so um we had all those things they were very good usually we also have chips and dip but we didn't have that tonight we just had fries quesadilla and burger wraps so I was pretty happy with it. That sounds lovely. Tonight for dinner, we had baked spaghetti and salad, and my, my in-laws came over and had dinner with us. Good. So yeah. that's what I had. I made a solid meal plan this week where I wrote everything down for each day, and I have never felt more together in several months, I don't think. I know. It's, uh, it's amazing how just putting together a meal plan, even if I just scratch it like on a, like a, a scratch piece of paper, just like put some thoughts out there. It's like, oh man. And you would think it wouldn't be that hard for one person, but it's like, it still takes thought, right? It still takes time to think about. So I saw that meal plan you had put together and it was pretty darn good one. Pretty I darn. think so. Pretty darn good. It wasn't too much chicken. Oh, okay. So does that's that- been, that's the late, that's the latest complaint in my house is that I'm making too much chicken. Ah, yeah. Which- I disagree because I feel like I always have a really nice balance of we did some guacamole and cilantro lime rice. Yeah, yeah. And um, I did like uh, ground beef. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then tonight we had spaghetti. I think that's with good, ground beef in it. Yeah, I yeah. Think a good mix. You're mixing it up. You're keeping it fresh. Yep. And then tomorrow night, we're going to feed the kids scraps, put them to bed. Yes. And then Dennis and I are going to put some ribeyes on the That's grill. right. I did see that on there that it said date night. It's date night. Tomorrow That's right, night. baby. We're talking about beef. You're talking about chicken, mixing up the meats. Alice and I were talking about this the other day. We just had this idea, like, because I had this idea to make basically a pot roast, but using whole portobello mushrooms, adding them in there to give them the flavor of the beef, but then to have basically a vegetarian pot roast. This was my idea. And so we started talking about like not going vegetarian because of like any moral or ethical reason like that, but just for the simple fact of like 
other foods are good too. <laughs> or like, like a good, like grilled portobello mushroom is like mm -hmm. as satisfying sometimes as a steak. And like that is getting to me, to me personally, I know that's getting to some people listening might be getting close to heresy, but it's just like, to me, it's just as satisfying. No, not uh, so. So I'm not saying to cut out meat completely, but I'm saying there's definitely times where I think, you know what, this is just as satisfying and, and I can live with this. So we're talking about, so my question is, have you ever entertained the idea of not going vegetarian, but just occasionally doing a meatless meal here and there? actually have considered going vegetarian before and actually tried it. Oh, really? Um, yes, uh, tried it several years ago. We lived at our little house uh -huh. oh. and I thought it was fine, but we didn't stick to it, obviously. And I'm not sad about that, <laughs> but I, I don't think I could do I don't think I could do that. But one thing I consistently do vegetarian is Chipotle. I never get any meat on my yeah. Chipotle bowl. It's always a vegetarian bowl because I love, love guacamole. Oh. I find their meat to be a bit too spicy for me. Huh. And if you get a vegetarian bowl, you don't have to pay the extra for the guacamole. It comes with it. Oh, so you're really committed to this guacamole. Oh, man. I love guacamole. Hmm. Interesting. So much so that my three-year-old little Sarah can say guacamole. Well, there you go. And when I ask her, hey, Sarah, what would you like on your Chipotle bowl? She says guacamole, guacamole. in the three-year-old way. Right. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Yeah. Isn't it funny how like these very specific words like guacamole, like some little kids know, but it's very specific to the family that they grow up in. Like mm -hmm. another three-year-old in another family would not have any idea what guacamole is. But what made me think of that is like, um, oh, right. So uh, growing up, some admin Kathleen, their kids had very dry skin and they would get eczema. And so they would put hydrocortisone on their skin, like especially like on their like armpits mm -hmm. and like those places that get eczema real bad. So at like four four years old, Charlotte knew the word hydrocortisone. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And it was always so funny to me, but like another kid, like Sarah probably wouldn't know the word hydrocortisone because she never used no. it, no. but she knows guacamole. So it's just, it's yeah. funny to me, like we're in very different distinct families. And so we have different vocabularies and things we say. I mean, we know that, but we also like just at different ages can know these very specific words to our, our like our life, right? Like guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> and a hard word at that. Right. Yeah. And what is especially interesting, interesting to me is David won't pick up meat. He will not eat chicken. He will not eat beef. He will not touch meat. Really? I can put a dollop of guacamole on this child's tray. Yeah. And he picks it up with his fingers and eats it and claps and loves it. Right. He loves it. Yeah. And to me, it just seems like you won't pick up what to me looks like a lovely piece of chicken right. or a lovely piece of steak, but oh. you're going to scoop your hands through this pile of green. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I love that he loves it because guacamole is good, very good for, for you too, like yeah. avocado and 
right yeah, yeah. the good fats so, the good fat. the good ones yes mm. so yeah. we had lots of leftovers too so I was having some of that before we hit the record button mm. yeah, yeah I was uh having my bacon bacon cheddar burger wrap it's a mouthful to say but it's pretty good yep there's a few things that at least in my house I can't make at home so Chinese food I know I go I go somewhere to get that Allison who by the way I forgot to mention she's gonna be on later on coming up tonight yep she says I think I'll just whip up a little Chinese food tonight and I'm like wow wow um wow I can't I do not I'm not interested in knowing how to make Chinese food I'm fine to pay the 40 bucks and Mm -hmm. have the choices and then um oh man I forgot where I was going with that I don't know foods you can't make at your house foods I can't make I can't make Chinese food I think a lot of people could severely mess up a batch of guacamole but I have nailed it it's better it's better than anywhere you can go and get it oh really I think so I think so. Oh, yeah. I think oh. I'm even better at it than Chipotle. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> Chipotle is definitely not sponsoring this episode of the BS no. Sorry, Chipotle. No. You're out of here. Yep. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I'll just leave it at that. I can do a really good batch of guacamole. And do you ever just eat avocados or do you always oh, yes. make guacamole with them? I eat avocados. The problem with it, and you'll know exactly what I'm saying it's hard to keep a guacamole right not a guacamole it's hard to keep an avocado good I wasn't gonna say anything I was gonna gonna just let it go but but the look on your face was just pure horror um (laughs) okay so if I'm gonna cut up an avocado Mm. I'm going to have it for breakfast and I'm going to have it underneath two fried eggs on top of a piece of toast. Nice. So toast, three slices of avocado, two fried eggs, and a little Cholula on the top. A little bit of what? Cholula. 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 What's Do you Cholula? know what that is? No. It's like, it's like a hot sauce, like Texas Pete, but it's not red. Okay. It's not as hot as Texas Pete. It's more orangey. Oh, okay. And has... I can't say like a buffalo sauce. It's not that, but it's it's really really good. Hmm. It's really good. And so, Cholula. huh? Cholula. 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 Not, yeah, Cholula. <laughs> so I like that. But basically, the way that I deal with avocados is just make guacamole because it stays right it good that way. Now, yeah. do you do you leave? I've heard that if you leave the pit in the guacamole that it will keep it fr- like from browning sooner what are your thoughts on this please tell me I don't think it works you don't think it works. I've tried it I've tried it and I don't like the big lumps of avocado pit in my guacamole <laughs> I don't think it works and honestly it goes so fast here it doesn't even it's not even needed not even necessary no well no there you go Allison gave me a tip with guacamole yeah she says the trick is to add some red wine vinegar and I find that she's right ah and that keeps it from browning no it doesn't keep it from browning but it just gives it that perfect taste oh do you make do you like do you make guacamole I like guacamole I don't make it okay 
Well, next time. I eat it though. So um yeah. And I'm I'm waiting for you to offer me some guacamole. Next time. Next time I make it. All right. You can come over and have some. Did you ever have Mia's guacamole? I don't know if I don't know that I did. Okay. Hers to me is the ultimate standard of guacamole. Oh man, big shoes to fill. Yeah. Well, lucky and this is in your favor i haven't had it in quite some time so i'm just i'm just saying and i don't think you'll be having it anytime soon or ever again actually so i've all i'm all you got here oh here's what okay so right before we got on we were talking a little bit you were mentioning some of the screenshots that i had taken of us talking back and forth because as we're recording we're recording this through zoom it's actually the easiest way to do it and so we get to see each other we get to talk to each other but we also have you know, the video of what happens here. And so just as we, in the very beginning episodes, we were talking and I noticed that you're a silent laugher, right? Because yes. I would see you laughing, but it's completely silent and it's just you and your eyes are kind of closed very tightly. Um, yes. <laughs> you remember telling me this just a few minutes ago? Absolutely, I do. Because I, I did the silent laugh before we started recording and now I know what that looks like from the outside looking in, which is a little terrifying, but whatever. Right. Well, so I have a very similar story about that, which is that one, one, I don't know, one night over the past few months, we were having another bar food night. We were sitting in here at the kitchen table. It was me and my sister, my mom and Daphne. And all of a sudden my sister is like sitting right next to me. And, and as I'm laughing, she's like, you have this like really big vein right here in the center of your forehead that pops out when you laugh. And I'm like, no, I do not. But sure enough, we kept, you know, we kept talking and laughing or whatever. And she recorded it. And it's this huge but, but so here's the thing, I can't see it when I'm laughing and probably most times other people can't see it because like if my hair is down, which it is a lot, you can't uh -huh. see it either, but it is very predominant when I'm laughing because I'm like, it's this vein that pops out of my forehead, Shannon. And <laughs> who else has that? Who? Julia Roberts. No, stop. Yes. Stop, you're no, teasing she, me. Stop, no, you're she teasing does. me. I can't believe you don't. You haven't noticed this. Like, when have you seen it? On all of her movies. She what? gets that same line in her forehead. Well. Aren't you something? Me and Julia Roberts. Do you know, <laughs> this is, this is like a, sometimes this turns into like a Julia Roberts, like fangirls podcast. I'm yes, not mad about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have thought. <laughs> yeah. So a couple years ago, well, it's been more than a couple. I always say a couple, but really it's probably been like eight years. Some years ago, she put out like a perfume, like that she, well, she, or no, she was just in the commercial for the perfume. It wasn't even like hers. She was just like promoting it. And do you yeah. know, I went out and I bought that darn perfume. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you like it? Yeah, is of it, course. Is it Dior? I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, it's La Vie et Belle, which means life is beautiful. It's very uh -huh. French. Okay. I think it was Lancome. Did they put out perfume? I have no idea. Oh, I think they're makeup only. The you stuff know. I spray on me comes from Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret oh, or something like interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. So this is a good, we've never gotten into this. So you're just like, uh, is that stuff called body spray or is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's just body spray. Okay, so wherever I can get it for about five bucks, that's what I get. Mm. Yep. Okay. And then most of the time my mom pays for it. So yeah. So you could get something a little more than five dollars, maybe. So no, no, that's what I choose. I don't do like perfume. Oh, okay. See, this is interesting. I've been yeah. a hardcore perfume person for probably over 12 years now. I don't even know how it happened. Yeah. Why why do I not know like what that perfume smells like? Do you put it on like enough of it on? I think so. I mean, so here's the thing. When you, you get to a certain point when you wear a perfume that you don't smell it anymore. I mean, I put it on and I smell it when I put it on, but I don't smell it around me. But right. like just a couple of weeks ago, matter of fact, our last guest was Amber. We had dinner over at y'all's house. Remember when I, uh, you know, went to hug her and she was like, oh my gosh, you smell amazing or whatever. And I was just, I was just like, oh, it's just a shower. I mean, really the truth is I had taken a shower because <laughs> that, that is part of hygiene, but also I had put on perfume and that's probably what she was smelling actually. But see, I just don't okay. give my secrets away. I just want people to think I naturally smell like this. Right. Yeah. It's not true though. Yeah. But I just put on body spray. I don't, it, to me, the perfume is just extravagant. It's expensive. Oh, not it everyone likes it. I don't care what they like. I do. Like, I don't want anyone well, see, to think that I stink. Well, see, you've got a, a person that lives with you very intimately. One almost my signature <laughs> of one flesh. And so, right. so, yeah, it would have to be something that probably he's not like, that's terrible. Not that that would be hard probably to find something. Yeah, it would be something that I would have to really, really love. But I will tell you, he wears cologne and I love it. I love what is it. it. I don't know. Um, probably it's American Eagle. It's like cool. a cologne from American Eagle. Okay. Isn't it funny how there's these very distinct smells we associate with memories? We've talked about memory a little bit, but with like memories and places and people and all kinds of things. Yes. Yes. And I think we even talked about this previously. Like I came downstairs earlier tonight and Dennis had made a cup of coffee and it just smells like my granddad's house. So yeah, just love that. But, and I had a boyfriend in high school. He had a very uh, consistent cologne. And anytime I smell it, I think immediately of him. You know, when I'm curious about, I'm curious if Allison wears perfume or body spray. Hmm. I don't know. We should find out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> should find out that is a let's great call her and ask her you know what <laughs> matter of fact let's call her up right now we have miss allison the goose with us tonight as our guest she is also Brittany's co-host on Who's to Know, and she's also talked about in every single BS banter from episode one on. That's right. So, Allison, <laughs> welcome to the BS banter. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. So, before you jumped on, we were talking about cologne versus body spray, and we mm -hmm. established that Brittany wears perfume. I do body spray. So, what do you do? Hmm. I'm, I'm a mix of both actually. So I would say I like the concept of perfume, but I don't like how strong it is all the uh -huh. time. 
So I like yes. the fact that it can, that body spray is sort of a shh all over, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I do like the concentration of perfume sometimes. So I've started using like a roller ball perfume where I can just like, I don't have to spray it. I can just like dab real quick and then we're done. Are you afraid that you smell bad to other people? You don't. But are you afraid of it? <laughs> Sometimes. I'm more afraid that my house smells bad to other people than oh. me personally. Yes, I've got that same fear too. Um, in fact, anytime anyone walks in, I want to be like, does the house smell okay? <laughs> Did you smell rotten eggs, dog food, dog hair? We don't have any of those things, but I mean, how was it? <laughs> how about... How about dirty diapers? That would yeah. be the more yes. likely. Yeah. Do yes. you smell dirty diapers when you walk in my house? Yes. My fear is, do you smell dinner from two nights ago? Because somehow it absorbs into all of the pores of our house. <laughs> yes. I picked up the Fernandez kids and we went, I was bringing them to school. It was my first Wednesday doing this. She gets, Vivian gets in the car and she was like, she took like a big whiff and everything instantly was just like, what? <laughs> and she was like, I like the smell of your car. It smells like clean laundry. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, welcome to the Tahoe. I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> Cause it could have gone any which way it could have smelled like true. breath. It could have smelled like anything, you know? Yeah. It's true. Six, this seven, is a very, in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a very vulnerable moment. For me, I'm just worried people smell like the kitty litter box, you know, like the litter box. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, for the record, I don't smell it when I come to your house. I mean, I'm not there every day, but. That's good. It's funny that you say that about your house, because remember that wingback chair you gave me? Yeah. It smells like your house. Is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It reminds me like, oh, this still smells like Allison's house. That's funny, especially since it was in the garage for like a month before it came to your house. So, well, there you go. A little piece of you always with me. <laughs> we have some Christmas questions to ask you. Oh, um, all right. I don't know if either of you have seen the movie Elf, but if you have, you know that in this movie, there are several um, skills that the elves have. And uh-huh. so my question is, if you had to pick one skill that the elves have, like decorating or making those really intricate paper snowflakes or building toys or being really good at snowball fights, what would your elf skill be if you had to pick one? If I had to pick one, I think I would say the, um, the paper snowflakes, because that honestly, to me is like, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I actually asked Molly Dellinger one year if she would make me a whole bunch of paper snowflakes to hang up in my house because she makes yes beautiful paper snowflakes and I was like I will bring you a pan of lasagna if you will make me paper snowflakes I don't know that I actually ever got her the lasagna but I did but you got the (laughs) snowflakes huh sorry Molly Um, Molly if you're listening she's not (laughs) I'm so sorry if you're listening the lasagna's in the mail What would be your elf skill if you had to pick any? Oh, I don't do, I don't do elfy, Christmassy, skilly things. But if you could pick one. Oh, and that I could be, I could be guaranteed to be good at it. Yeah. I would just rather not be in that department. Okay. 
you're not. <laughs> I will tell you, Brett came over the other day. Daniel's school wanted a treat sent in. And you know, I'm just like rolling all my eyeballs, like, oh, fine. You know, and I was going to buy something and Daniel's like, mom, can we just make some sugar cookies? Yes, yes, honey, <laughs> let's make some sugar cookies. That sounds like a fantastic idea. And so I actually was going to go the extra mile and get the little cutters for from Allison. And then I was going to make the, the icing. He ended up saying that a round cookie tasted better than a shaped cookie, which was fine with me. But I, I did agree. make the icing. You think they're better? I think all these little pieces just have the potential to get dried out at different rates. And then it's just garbage. Unless you're Stephanie Livingston, and then you can work magic with a sugar cookie. Okay, so it was good. I just didn't go there. So anyway, I made it, and then I made my own icing, and we did sprinkles, and they are actually very good cookies. There's your future elf skill. That was a stretch for me, but I did it. What about you? Maybe the, like, he was really good at snowball fights, like making snowballs really quickly. Maybe just like being able to be that consistently cheerful. That would be probably nice for everybody else in my life. Um, (laughs) I've joked with Whitney this year that my Grinch heart has grown three sizes because of how everything that's happened this year. It's like, we're going to put the Christmas lights up. We're going to do all the things. It's true. You're very, very much less Grinchy this year. Yes. I do feel. My mom is still on me though about whether or not I'm going to put up a darn Christmas tree. Just tonight she asked me, have you thought any more about putting up a tree? No. You know, if you want, we have extra lights and extra ornaments that you're welcome to borrow if you do want to get a Christmas tree. No, thank you. I feel, I feel like at some point you should tell the story on here. <laughs> the story of the Christmas tree in the what Allison is trying to say, those who are listening <laughs> decipher her, her laugh trying voice that she's using, is this, I have this story of this Christmas tree that I got off the side of the road when I lived in my apartment, which we called the cottage because it was very small and it was a cute little cottage. I want to know where you put this tree, Britt. Your apartment was the size of a spoon. I want to know where it went. Yeah, it was the size of a spoon. It was the size of a matchbox. <laughs> Years ago, I lived in my apartment. I was on my way. It was Christmas Eve because I was on my way to Salem. Go to the Christmas Eve service at the church. I have this candle. It smells like a Christmas tree. That's fine. I don't have like $50 to just buy a tree. They're expensive. And so I was like, forget it. I'm not doing it. So on my way to this Christmas Eve service, I see a tree on the side of the road. And I think, interesting. So on the way to the service, which is like a 20 minute drive, during the service, I'm thinking, okay, so should I get this Christmas tree? Like my, if my main reason is that it's expensive and I don't want to pay for it, this is a free tree on the side of the road. So that kind of takes that excuse away. And it was like Christmas Eve. So it wouldn't be up for like a whole long period of time. It would just be up for like the next day and maybe a couple of days. So I said to myself, if the tree is still on the side of the road, when I drive back by, I'll pick it up. Now it's like eight o'clock. I'm driving back home. And sure enough, the tree's still on the side of the road. And I like check the house out, see what's going on. There's not a lot of lights on it. It looks like, in fact, nobody's home. Maybe they've gone out of town for Christmas. I don't know. I circle around the block. I pull up to the side of the road. I put my blinkers on and I pop the trunk. And I look around at the tree. I mean, I don't see anything. So I just, it's not like wet or anything. So I just take it. I just shove it into the back of my open trunk. And it's (laughs) very much like the scene 
and how the Grinch stole Christmas in the cartoon version where he's trying to shove the tree up the chimney because he's stealing it. That's what I was doing. I was shoving the tree in the in my trunk. I go home. I drive just a little bit further because I was almost home. Get it in. I set it up. And to answer your question, Shannon, I just set it up, leaned it up against the wall right in front of the refrigerator because there was nowhere else for it to go. I didn't have a stand for it. I didn't have lights. I didn't have ornaments. It was simply a tree leaning up against the wall. So I think, oh, this is nice. It smells like Christmas. So I go to sleep. I wake up Christmas morning, that magical morning. I walk down a little attic ladder and all around the tree on the floor are bugs, bugs. I knew it. Yep. You get, you probably, everyone probably guessed what was going to (laughs) happen. I feel like if there's a tree outside of someone's house the night before Christmas, there must be. So anyway, so there's bugs all around. So I immediately, I open the front door and I just shove that tree right out the front door, just like into the parking lot. Who cares? Just shove it right out. I was with you. I was like, oh my gosh, the bugs. No, of course. But, but man, this is so sad because... I feel like it just cut your heart off forever from a Christmas tree. (laughs) It was way long before that. Don't you worry. That just sealed the deal, man. So real, real or fake tree? Real, 100%. I grew up with real. Okay. Do you give your, do you give your tree Tylenol like my dad did in the 90s? What? He would put this real tree in a tree uh-huh. stand with water at the bottom and he would give it a Tylenol or an aspirin or something like a pill a Not- pill. <laughs> I mean like in we drug- form or in like powder yeah I actually need you to do. ask my dad about this we'll wait <laughs> for his back. answer but um I do take not it that you um, don't give your no. tree a pill I've heard of people <laughs> putting oils in the water or even putting like Sprite in the water and it somehow keeps it fresher longer I would assume that's why he put a pill in there, but I have never heard of that in my whole life. I need to know why real though. Why do I love real trees? Well, we grew up with real trees and I feel like it's, um, I I don't say this to offend you, Shannon, because I know that you have a fake tree. Here we go. Here we go. And these are supposed to be non-controversial Christmas trees. I like to stir I feel like it is just, there's something about a real tree that makes it very Christmassy and very like authentic and like you go out and you get the tree and you decorate it and then you throw it out. I get like, my parents have a fake tree now. They did not when I was growing up and they like five or six years ago got a fake tree. And part of my soul died when they got this fake tree. I was like, who, I don't even know who you are anymore. And so (laughs) every year I go and I get their house decorated for Christmas and I just get grumpy at these fake tree limbs I'm like bending the wire and I'm thinking why are we doing this <laughs> this is not even real we're, we're bending fake tree limbs to make it look real and when we could just go get a real tree that's why gotcha well thank you for for explaining we had a real tree for a few years and then my uncle moved in with us and he was allergic to just about everything. And so then we had to get fake for him. And then once that the fake, 
came in that year he just my mm-hmm. dad just kept a fake one up that's my reasoning um what is one christmas song that you can't stand to listen to i don't know if i have one that i absolutely can't stand i'm usually sick of all mm. of them by the end of christmas i would say my least favorite which this is actually funny my least favorite is probably like oh ten and bomb okay well <laughs> i feel like they don't play that on the radio that much so i think you're safe no, but here's the thing. We played it on a playlist the other night and Treva kept requesting. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's like, can we play O Tenenbaum? And I was like, who are you? No. We can't. Nobody oh likes gosh. that song. I can't stand the last Christmas I gave you my heart and the very next day you gave it away. Mm-hmm. That makes me angry. I used to really like that song. There was some group... I think it was like Hawk Nelson did a Christmas album or something. And they did that song and I thought it was the greatest ever. So. Unless it was like with an acoustic guitar in like the deepest, meatiest man voice She's never I've ever heard. Never heard of him. No, I don't know who he is. I don't know. I can't stand that Christmas song. My answer is Christmas Shoes. Oh, I'm with you on that. Okay. Yes. Christmas See, shoes. It's no. I feel I felt like when you were answering, you were just forgetting this dumpster fire of a song. It has it has died in my mind. It does not exist. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> my brother cries every year to Christmas. Every year. And he's like, I just can't wait. I just can't stand to hear it because then I just start bawling and you gotta envision this. My brother is driving a very large logging truck he's a trucker like with logs and he is just bawling every year to the christmas shoe song (laughs) oh boy he's such a little sappy guy sure somebody wrote a blog i'm gonna have to find it years ago about the song christmas shoes yeah and it was it was gold i'm gonna have to find it and send it to you brit how do you feel about fruitcake i've never had it before really Oh. But I want to make one. Well, of course you do. Of course she does. <laughs> <laughs> this is Allison's year of, if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to find out, by golly. I'm going to make it. <laughs> you better believe it. Dan, and I believe you have a question of our guest chef on the podcast today. I certainly know that I would never have an answer to this question. So I was talking about the sugar cookies that I made. They're really good, except I think, remembering I'm not really a sweets person, I feel like they're too sweet. So how do you make Mm -hmm. less sweet icing? You put arrowroot powder or cornstarch in it instead of some of the powdered sugar. Okay. So you still get the thickness Mm -hmm. without the sweet. Arrowroot powder. I certainly have that in my pantry. (laughs) Right, yes. I know you do. Right next to your all-natural vanilla extract. That I now have and put in that icing. Look at you. I know. Straight from Aldi, by golly. Okay. Arrowroot powder or corn. I do have cornstarch. I can do that. You could try cornstarch. So are we talking like a two tablespoons? Or are we talking like a, like a cup of it? I mean, it's how much less sweet you want it. So I you want could it, do like a half a cup. I like want to kill it in half. Yeah. Oh, well then do like a cup. Okay. Yeah. It's very 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 that's sweet. most of the reason why i don't like i don't like frosting most of the time it's too sweet that's for everybody this week making sugar cookies you're welcome you're welcome there you go make them make them round and don't make the icing too sweet if you haven't made them already get on it 
for Santa. Time's running out. Okay, so I haven't heard from my dad yet, but a little Google search says there is a theory that putting an aspirin in the water of a tree will keep it fresher longer. There you go. What was so weird is when you were talking about the tree, for some reason, my brain went straight back to childhood. I have never thought about giving a tree an aspirin one time in 25 (laughs) years. Isn't that something? That is really funny. Memory is a tricky thing. So you get that tree in there and by golly, you give it an aspirin right away. Give it an aspirin. Stat. I was listening to the radio today and listening to uh, our beloved Q99, which plays all Christmas music all the time right now. Every version of it that you can imagine of every song is on there. So I'm listening, I'm listening to Jingle Bells and this lyric has always confused me. So Allison, I want to know what you think it means. It it says, bells on bobtail ring. (laughs) What's a bobtail? This is in the context of the sleigh and the horse, but what, what, what do you think a bobtail is? I think it's the way that a horse's tail is cut. I think, I think you might be onto something. I want to put a little theory out there. Okay. When a tractor trailer is driving without a trailer, he's bobtailing. Oh. Okay. So my guess is that this is without. So does it mean okay, the sleigh so doesn't have a, it's not pulling, the sleigh's not pulling not, anything? It means it's not pulling anything. Okay. Hmm. I feel like it has to do with the horse's tails, but maybe, but that that's where my theory is going to land. Okay. We're going to have to gonna have to look this up because this is very interesting i've never thought about that next week for the answer we're gonna leave you on that cliffhanger i can't (laughs) wait till next week it has (laughs) it has to do with the horse's tail yeah oh she was right okay yeah dang i thought i was really on to something there with that tractor trailer knowledge i have dang (laughs) i mean you are that is also a thing this was another one that when i looked it up i did not know this the original version of have yourself a merry little christmas says have yourself a merry little christmas it may be your last next year we no no wait it gets better next year we may be living in the past as in dead dead my friends yes well i mean they're not wrong we should bring those lyrics back for this year isn't it that's old lang syne the new year that's yeah. a pretty sad yes it is sad song. Sad song why do we party why do we party to the song I don't know. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Should old acquaintance be forgot? I don't want to forget my old acquaintance. <laughs> All I can think of is and when Harry met Sally. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Harry met Sally. <laughs> I don't if know that movie them, yet. How do you remember them? <laughs> right. Billy Crystal is also confused by these lyrics. <laughs> Shannon, we'll have to have a movie night and watch this movie with you. It was like Yes. Allison needed to watch My Best Friend's Wedding for us, and you need to watch yes. When Harry Met Sally for me, Allison and I. I have heard that I'm like Sally. Is that who I'm like? Yes. <laughs> Is this when it comes thing? to I when it know. comes to ordering things? Oh yes. Oh, oh 100%. man. I am no. I am a waitress's worst nightmare. You are. You are but Meg I, Ryan. It is so good. I am, but I am a gift because I'm very, I say exactly what I want the way that I want it. There is no room for, there's no room for uh, confusion. Oh, we're not. There's only, <laughs> only room for screwing it up. 
That's it. The line that Meg Ryan uses to defend herself is almost word for word what you just said. She said, right. I just want things the way I want them. Do you all consider Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You to be in the official This is a Christmas song? Yes or no? A non-negotiable Christmas song? Like we must hear this at Christmas time? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't dislike I it. I say yes. Yeah, I say yes. You have to listen to it each year it is like a part of your Christmas experience I guess is what I'm asking I mean if I didn't hear it I wouldn't be sad but when I hear it it's like oh of course it's December it's Christmas time right I consider it a Christmas song just like have yourself a merry little Christmas yeah it may be your last (laughs) you never know and it and it might in fact be your last so y'all need to get your funeral services in line oh my goodness there you go I feel like for me, instead of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, the Jackson 5 Christmas songs. That for me uh, is like, would make me really sad if I didn't hear okay, okay. Santa Claus is Coming to Town sung oh. by Michael Jackson when he was like six years old. Right. It yeah. would not be Christmas if I did not hear that. Agree. What a voice. All right, Brett, are you having a moment? Are you taking a moment of silence for the Jackson or what? You looked... I'm just thinking about my. Oh, no. It was a very warm, nostalgic look, wasn't it, Allison? Just you can't. I couldn't see your face. We had a whole theological discussion with our children about Michael Jackson last week. Oh boy! Or a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Did, Did you say that? theological? And we are listening to the Jackson Five, and the kids love Michael Jackson. Do it, and it strikes me. Oh my gosh! They don't know that this is Michael Jackson singing because he's a kid. So I'm excited to explain this. I'm like, hey, this is Michael Jackson when he was a little boy. And so we're talking about this. And they said, is Michael Jackson in real life? And we said, well, yes, he was the real person, but he died. And Treva goes straight into, well, did he go to heaven? (laughs) And we were like, these are important questions. Well, um, (laughs) we don't know that he loved Jesus. So... And they were like, well, then where did he go? And we were like, so, so it was like, started out here and it was like, way to ruin Christmas. (laughs) Did not see that coming with, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My mom used to sing that song to me and my brother. (laughs) And I just thought, what a scandal this is. Because you'll know from our last episode that I believed in Santa Claus until I was like 25 years old. Yeah, that's true. That's what a scandal this is. Why is, why is mommy cheating on daddy is what I want to know. It's a good question. Good. Right. Finn is very enthralled by this song right now. <laughs> All right, I got one more that's really my favorite. I saved the best for last, okay? You ready? Best for last. Tell me. If you designed your own ugly Christmas sweater, what would it look like? It can have anything on it that you want, but what would be featured? Well, we're talking lights, glitter. Talk to me. Feel like it would be a grumpy cat. <laughs> In other words, you have David uh, taped to your sweater. Does he have a Santa hat on? Yes. Okay. Yes. So grumpy cat so, with a Santa hat on. Grumpy cat with a Santa hat on and like maybe some really ugly Christmas trees around the grumpy cat. Ugly Christmas trees. Fake like, Christmas mean, trees. How do you make yeah. Christmas 
you know, like tacky, falling apart, okay. fake Christmas trees. <laughs> fake. I don't know. She said <laughs> tacky, fake, fake Christmas one. trees. Here you go. For some reason, when you asked that question, Britt, I envisioned a sweater with spam cans on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a direct. I don't know why. That's, you know, spam, the Christmas holiday tradition, meat in a can, spam. I don't know why, but it was like spam all over the sweater, <laughs> all over. <laughs> in fact, I like that idea so much, I might have that made. I so is that, your Chris, is that your ugly Christmas sweater then? Spam cans? I think it has. I think are it they has gonna, okay, so are they going to be like some red, some green, or... Oh, how are we going to know it's an ugly Christmas sweater? Because it's going to be a red and green sweater okay. with the spam cans on the top. Okay. You know? Are the sleeves green and the sweater part is red or vice versa? We can do a red torso and green sleeves. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. You could have little Christmas lights strung along the spam cans so that you know it's Christmas time. Daniel's school wanted him to come on Monday with like antlers or a Santa Claus hat and you know in because I'm so good at these things he's like I ain't doing that and I'm like (laughs) okay and then Wednesday was the ugly sweater contest so all the Fernandez kids roll in the Tahoe with all their ugliness and Daniel's wearing his uh uniform (laughs) shirt yep He don't play, and I don't blame him. I don't don't do that either. Nobody can tell me what to do. Oh, we know. (laughs) Nobody's going to tell me that I have to wear antlers. No. No. I got to tell y'all about nobody telling me what to do. I told Brittany this. I was filling my coffee up, and I have a Keurig. So you put the coffee under the thing, and then you put the pot in. And then if you're low on water, it has this little light that lights up that says, add water. I'm really offended about this because I'm trying to rush around the kitchen to add the water before it lights up to tell me to add water. And I didn't make it. You can't stand being told what to do. I can't stand it. Don't tell me to add water. I know that I need to add water. I'm trying to do it. I'm working on it. Okay. Like I was quite fired up about this and it still lit up. I said, tell me how you've been married for 15 years. (laughs) Who is in your life telling you things. Telling me what to do. Telling me what not to do. Right. Yeah. It. We're still married. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. They're, they're fine. <laughs> Actually, that is a strength of mine. I do okay. Yeah. I, th- I think you do too. I just wonder what that looks like when you hate being told anything to do. Well, this is my goal. To not be told what to do. So if I know what's coming, <laughs> I just do it. Do it. There you go. You know, because I know when that, I know when that sock and underwear drawer getting down, it's like, girl, you better get them socks and underwear in there. So he's not standing over you at 530 in the morning on where's my stuff. Where's my socks. So I'm peeking in there every, every day. Okay. How much longer do I have? You just stay in front. So nobody has to ask for anything. <laughs> That's the strategy for sure. I think this is the best marital advice anybody can give. Like, you just always be 10 steps ahead of everybody. Just be on it all the time. Don't sleep. Don't get sick. Don't get busy. You You just keep that dryer going, girl. You keep that fridge stocked and that oven rolling and them cookies baking and that dryer going and that iron ironing. Oh. 
Allison, thank you for coming on the podcast and thank you for letting us talk about all these Christmas questions with you and kind of, we did want to get your thoughts, especially on my, my favorite question was the ugly Christmas sweater question. Yes, that was really good. Thank you for that. Thank you for having me on. It was lovely to chat with you all. You're so welcome. Your scrub daddy is in the mail. I'm just thankful that you jumped on with us, Allison. Thank you. Yep. Well, thank you for having me. Y'all have a great night. Bye. 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 Well, that was really fun. I was so happy to have Allison on. I'm so glad. I'm so glad she was able to come on too. We were so wrapped up in Christmas. We didn't even get a chance to talk about who's to know. So we're leaving something for next time. And uh, maybe we'll have her on again. Who, who's to know? <laughs> who's to know? That was good, Britt. Look at you. Here's the thing. I didn't do, I didn't do it on purpose. But the thing is, that's part of the reason we named the channel that is because we genuinely say that to each other so much that it just made sense. I really enjoyed having her on and I thought that episode was, or that segment of our episode was very festive in getting everybody um, prepared for this week of Christmas and worshiping our savior. The reason why we celebrate and worship and we are just really thankful for what this week means for us. And we are so thankful for you all listening. So we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to us. Merry Christmas from the BS Banter. I'm loving you, Britt. I'm loving you, Shan. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs>